What is up, y'all? It's me, Tasha C, and welcome to the Tasha C Show. Shout out to my YouTube and podcast fam, hugs and love and all of the above. And if you're listening to this podcast and you're, you know, your first time listening to you like what you're hearing, my lovely voice, <laughs> go ahead and follow wherever you're listening to, whether it's Anchor, Spotify, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, you know, all that popping, all that good other um, places you can listen to, including Baker Baker. Um, also, if you're saying listening to the video or you're watching past videos um, when I show my face on YouTube until in the near future when I'll come back on YouTube again. Um, go ahead and click that follow button and don't forget to click the little K button where you can hear future past and also future episodes. Well, no, I mean just for future episodes, but you know, my bad, y'all. Anyways, y'all, um, I wanted to go ahead and make an episode, which I told y'all I was going to make any more episodes for October. And I surprisingly kept that promise until next month. And debate today is November the 1st, 2020. It's almost 96, 8.52 p.m. And, you know, y'all in the U.S., whatever, we got one hour sleep back. You know, yesterday was also Halloween. I hope y'all enjoy your Halloween. Stay safe and so forth. And um, so, you know, two more days, y'all. Well, almost exact two more days. We not times to ten unless, you know, some delays and stuff, whatever. You know, um, it's November the 3rd is my parents' anniversary. And also, voting. Go rock the vote. Rock the vote if you haven't already. And, um, and yeah, um, it's also supposed to be the last day of Mercury Retrograde. Um, like I said, you know, technical errors. People come up with your past. You know, you got to be careful what you buy, especially the electronics and purchases such as that, because a lot of stuff seems like go haywire, communication, delivery, all that other stuff, y'all. So, yeah. And yesterday, y'all, was a full moon. I, I, I don't, I'm like, I kind of know about stuff like that, but don't, you know. But yeah, y'all, it was a, a full moon last night. So, yeah, y'all, I just wanted to come on here and actually, you know, make an episode. I may make another episode, podcast episode this week. Um, you know, after the uh, elections uh, results, you know, just pray. Regardless what the outcome is, y'all, just pray, positive vibes, wish for the best. That's all I can say about that one and keep it from there. Even though I'm keeping it around, no problem saying who I'm voting, uh, which I already had voted. Um, which is, you know, I voted for Biden and Harris. Um, I'm not trying to sit here and be like, you made them for them and blah, blah, blah. Okay. But that's who I chose. So, you know, and Democrat, I don't think you can split in Michigan, nothing like that. So, but anyways, y'all, you know, um, it's, it's just a miscellaneous things I want to talk about today. First, before I go into anything, I wanted to give an update and give props because, you know, also you need, you know, I believe in giving credit where credit is due. Now, call me pink with pink is spelled with a Y instead of I, which is also Keisha's uh, urban channel. If I hope I'm saying that correctly, which is phenomenal offer that, you know, I don't want to say like she's in the urban romance or urban story. 
area. Um, but um, if you hear like me, my boyfriend and um, uh, cranes in the sky. Um, I think playing hard paper. One of her books is actually being turned into a movie, which I also had talked about before. Now she also has videos, not only doing reviews and recaps and doing beauty videos and all that stuff, but also she has behind the scenes and, you know, that talks about behind the scenes, you know, you know, um, updates and stuff about people in reality shows. And then she has, when she's spilling the tea about, you know, gossip or allegedly and stuff going on. And the reason why I wanted to say this y'all, cause I've been trying to find it since here. Now I know I'm going back and adding on to the Ryan Henry situation and his entanglement with his best friend that he stabbed in the back with the longest knife um and slept with his child's mom and so forth okay and the reason why I'm bringing this up because I had brought up y'all that I was wondering was Ryan Herring's mom going to say something about this situation and it turns out now that's what I'm saying look at Color Pink's channel on her latest video that she just uploaded day November the 1st on Spill the Tea actually you can watch you know all her videos you can also too which I need to which in the near future I will you know go and read her books because it was one of those people I always wanted to read and never got a chance to and you know she like I said she, even when she reviews a lot of shows she be right about like when she's reviewed Power the first uh the first power and then she'd be predicting this and this and this and this she's a phenomenal writer and that's not even reading her books yet so i'm like you know how she be know how these some of these shows be going and a lot of predictions be right okay she need uh, a turban like call me loud cleo okay <laughs> y'all know who that is that was so good she no longer living y'all know that but anyways his mama gonna basically check anthony and call him a bitch ass, you know, he doesn't need to say anything about it, excuse me, see, that's why, you know, Ryan him, you got this, he has an enabling mom, maybe the dad too, but also too, there was an interview, I think, well, all about the tea, like I said, go to Coming Pink's video, and she'll explain that he did an interview, and Ryan he didn't even really apologize, until the dude asked him, like, are you at least gonna apologize, and all this other stuff, or whatever, so basically, proves even more like, Ryan Henry is fine, but when it comes to morals, as far as right now, he ain't ish, uh, the bitch that did that, she ain't ish, and, um, his mom, like, got the nerves to like not make her son accountable even though and on top of number one is he grown as hell but that's ridiculous and remember Ryan Henry's been accused that he allegedly wanted to you know and you know basically flatline Anthony you know I'm trying to be careful what I said because I'm up on this YouTube um flatline him if you know what I mean because he told Rachel about what the hell he did so I'm going to possibly watch that interview later on because like I said, it sounded like a good interview. If y'all heard a little click, I am um, using the mobile app in order to record this episode. But yeah, y'all just proves even more like, okay, I mean, I don't stop because he still, you know, is a great phenomenal tattoo artist and so far. I'll give him credit. But when it comes to like some people say, Don better watch out. You know, if y'all watch Black and Chicago, he might be trying to smash Ashley next. And, you know, if, if or whenever he gets in a relationship, if he already is already in another relationship, he might be sliding over there too. Okay. Somehow this is the second time where you're supposed to be cool, um, you know, with somebody, you know, because if you want to count C's and count that as the situation as well, that um, he smashed when it's good. You know, he, mm-mm, this, this, this ain't the first time he's he done that. And I'm talking about probably not on camera, but it's just, you know, whatever, y'all. Now, here's a couple of stories 
first we're going to go to the website real quick, y'all. Um, and, uh, confirm, confirm, confirm. Now, one of these stories I've actually did not know about until I watched Bonnie Blue, um, who's also on YouTube's live. And I actually reviewed, it was one of the few times I reviewed the whole series. And that was like, what, five or six years ago of the basketball wipes. Okay. And I, I ain't gonna lie, y'all. Uh, British Williams was one of the people I was like, I was terrible with my views. And I meant terrible as far as like me just roast everybody. But it was just like the first how she was acting. If y'all watched the season, you understand why. And after a while, she, it just seemed like she was okay. But she was on there basically. Her, she had her man that was, you know, she was on there basically because her man or former X-Men, my bad. At the time, y'all was Lorenzo or his name, he played, um, overseas. And, um, and they recently went back where they were on another show, which was, um, marriage boot camp, whatever reality stars. And then they still weren't married. They got tattoos and everything. And they had not got married, but you know, British Lou, that she wanted to get married. Louisville times made it seem like you wanted to marry her, but they never got married. And then they recently, a couple years ago, you know, became parents to a little girl. But I didn't know that she broke up and there's some drama with them. And it's like, what the hell is this? So this is from the Shade Room actual website, Celebrity News, which is Brittany Williams and her ex, Lorenzo Gordon, call each other out on social media. Your law. And British still to this day, I hope she has halls, you know, that spray river. Because I mean, which I mean, she's yelling. She is yelling. Okay. Here's the article. It has been some years since we've seen former basketball wide star British Williams and Lorenzo Gordon on our television screens together. But let's just say that British is not here for Lorenzo at the moment. And she's made sure to let him know him that the, and the rest of social media by yelling at us on Tuesday. In a series of videos posted on her Instagram account, British called out Lorenzo say, public service amounts, my baby daddy's a bitch. Let's make that fucking clear. I do not talk to you. I don't want to be bound by you. I, I don't want to do the voice. I changed my number almost two months uh, two months ago. You can't even effing contact me. What the F are we talking about? You don't get, a, get your effing child. You don't take care of her. You don't send no money. You don't do ish. She continues to say, don't nobody owe you ish. I don't owe you mother of a thing with some ish that uh, you effing bought me. Are you dumb? Who even asked him for ish back? And it didn't take long for Lorenzo to hop um, on his Instagram to the British. She even alleged that her current boyfriend threatened to kill him in front of their daughter. And she repeated to him. He also said he hasn't seen her five weeks in order to keep the peace. However, he did say he did, he made a uh, British and that if it was for him, uh, uh, wasn't for him, she wouldn't have been on basketball wise and, and wouldn't have been able to accomplish some of the things she has done now. Okay. Now here's, you know, my take, cause I did watch all the videos, um, with both of them. And here's what British would say besides, you know, they had to mention about the shade room and stuff like that or whatever. And I remember British was also saying like, you know, I mean, I ain't worried, blah, 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 blah. And it is true. Like what the thing is, it's like, he hasn't took care of the daughter. That's a question mark, but it was just a lot going on. And she was basically saying, you know, you used to eat my ass and all that. So I'm like, well, huh? What is going on? I mean, that was in her stories that she also posted as well, but it was just really it's just class. She's basically like, you know, I'm going to, I stop my Forbes company companies. I know she had a COVID line or online store, 
and before, but she had to remind us also on this one that she stopped her companies to talk to you. You know, I'm good. Blah 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 blah. blah this and that. This that. that, that you took your kid. Blah blah blah. This my man. I'm even chill. Blah 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 blah. And she, you know, I'm muted compared. I'm at Jackson Jan Jackson talking mode compared to what the hell her ass was sounding like. So she angry as hell. Then Lorenzo's coming there. You like talking about you talking about people eating ass. And you know, I can you know buy shade room bottler. He has some mind those too. Okay, so I'm like, hey, is they responding y'all videos? shoot as much as they put on here and then he basically like you know he has a scene which he did say in this video about he has not seen his daughter five weeks because he said this nigga that it is some beat bitch ass stuff if the guy because um says he wants to do something to to um Lorenzo whatever I just hope the grace guy they're able to go uh, co-parent or you know to get the grandparents you know meet up in the uh McDonald's parking lot to pick up the baby in front of police station because that that's ridiculous you know back and forth but I mean I didn't even know they weren't even together no more and like I said she has a scene as she's broken off in March I also remember that too but it was just a lot of like I said ping pong back and forth of the effery okay like I said I'm trying to wait for uh, the 10 minutes to go uh, go by so anyway all right this was something I have seen in a post and then I went and found on the source the website. And it's really sad about how we still deal with colorism issues to this day. And from the source, and I, I know a lot of people, I forgot, I'm not going to lie to you. I forgot which Instagram place I got it from. But I just Googled about this, about if y'all know about the City Girls JT, JT, which is, you know, the more of the, actually, not more, she is the lyricist of the group. Probably concerned, but it's kind of sad or whatever. Now, this is from Miss Two B's. From the source, October 28th, 2020. And City Girls JTV, someone she's laid with call her black and country. Crunchy. That is retarded. Colorism is an issue that is prevalent that's prevalent in the black community. JT from the City Girls open up about her own experiences with being dark-skinned and dating color-struck men. It should be cultural little boys because that's some bitch. Okay. I can't believe someone I laid with and I thought was my friend before anything sat, ar- or sat around bitches and called me black and country. She tweeted Monday. When he say, when he say that to my, to me, I be thinking, thinking, I, 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 say that to me, I be thinking, be joking, but he really feel that way. Wow. That is really disturbing. The rap just admitted that she used to be insecure about it, but now she loves the skin that she's in. I had security insecurity issues for a minute, but I know that I'm that bitch now, and I know I'm pretty dark and all. Fans speculate that she was talking about little Uzi, Uzi, little Uzi Vert, who she is rumored to be romantically connected to, but have not yet confirmed or denied it. But she did not mention the main. Well, it's so sad that females of a darker complexion, darker, or really get criticized about their complexion. It is so toxic, one fam treated. Normalize all shades of being brown, being beautiful. Amen or that. Expose all the, all the colorists. It's even more toxic when it's somebody you know. Do you know anybody who received violence about your skin color? Oh, that's a whole that's a whole episode within itself, y'all. But it's it's sad. She's beautiful. And anyway, I also wanted to talk about real quick. Speaking of JT, um, now have you heard about Ari Lennox, who's a great soul center, whatever, and I think she's under the J. Cole um label, right? Now, somebody not personally me, and it's not because they're both two beautiful brown browns, uh, two beautiful women. They look similar because of their skin tone, but they do, and it was one picture that they did look a little similar, okay? And 
um, JT ended up getting mad and blocking a fan that said that it looked right because she was mad like this, like, hey, yeah, she's pretty, but we don't look alike. And the only thing I come up with is she probably thinks like people are trying to put them together because they're both two brown-skinned queens. And it's just like, whoa, okay, uh, you know, but personally me, they look like, and like I said, it has nothing to do with their shade. They just did look like in the pictures they had next to each other. They look like they could have been either, you know, either sisters at least, or, you know, like I said, um, I don't know. I think maybe she just felt some type of way. Who knows that considering, like I said, she already vented about, um, you know, vented about being in an abusive, you know, uh, like a mental abusive police, um, so-called relationship or situationship, um, and somebody making it seem like because she is a brown-skinned woman, you know, to belittle berate her, and like I said, that's a, that's a sad and messed up issue within itself, but there are people, fortunately, that mm-hmm. feel that way, and there's still issues with that. And heck, I remember even the social, I took a sociology class and even around the world, certain areas, how they look and belittle berate people of that are brown shades and different ethnic and race backgrounds. Oh gosh, y'all, this, oh, that, that is just, that is just so freaking sad. Okay. Now, um, also I had already had talked about this. Now, what the heck now? When you think you got yourself together, and then you're trying to look for the uh, uh, look for the stuff. Now I talk about Brady Wilson. It's just a hot ass mess, hot ass mess. That's all I have to say about like the British Widow Winslow comment. Okay, um, and and, and, they, and the poor baby has to be the one who suffered with all this. But that is some fuck. Well, I will say some f boy stuff if the the man that she's going with now threatened, you know, talking about he gonna do something, to, you know, to him in front of his baby and whatever. That that that. Oh gosh. Now now what the hell y'all Oh just give give me a moment because again I have all these damn uh thing now this is kind of messed up. Now if y'all heard recently and it's also lovely T that has a video and when you look at this thing it's you're kinda of seeing like unfortunately how you have generational curses and generation um like continue continuation neglect and generations that continue on like a sad pattern but this still be the same whatever in a product of a child's environment but also it just seems is completely messed up now and y'all if y'all heard about this now i just got the centerroke.com but like i said as far as you want a thorough um video that gives like complete background about this and still it's questionable because i don't know hope by grace god this baby is alive but it's still question mark like how in the world did this happen but it's a post be a quote quote rapper who is a twelve year old child himself. Is sentenced uh, sentenced to seven years for shooting one year old baby, and this is on Thursday, October twenty second, twenty twenty on Thursday. Now, this is our first go around. Whatever this happened, and okay, but here's the little information that will go by. A Texas just lost his patient with a juvenile Crips gang member who removed his ankle monitor and shot a one year old baby. 
The judge sentenced the 12-year-old to eight, seven years in the juvenile detention center. The boy broke down a cry during the Zoom detention hearing in September, but the judge told him to save his tears. Every time you come in here, you cry. You know that, right? Judge Kim told um rapper a rapper a little Ronnie. Every time you uh, every single time you beg me for one more chance, you swear to God on my mama's name, I'm not going to cut off the monitor. I'm not going to run off," said Judge, judge, judge Kim. The boy, who also answers to thirty uh, answers to thirty uh, thirty shots, admits he cut off his ankle monitor to attend a fan's friend's funeral, but he couldn't recall the friend's name. He told the judge he only knew the friend, the friend by his nickname. The boy's grandfather, who helped raise him, also attended the Zoom hearing. Judge Kim told the boy he would be detained in a juvenile detention center until he turned 19. Ronnie's mother was interviewed after the hearing. She's a single mom who gave birth to Ronnie when she was 16. The boy's father abandoned his family, and Ronnie's mom chose not to seek child support. She said she was sent away to prison twice when the boy was a toddler. Ronnie, who was raised by, uh, by her father, who lovingly refers to his gr- grandfather as Pawpaw. And that was it. And I mean, I, I don't think I've seen the, the boy's mother, but when she did the interview, it was kind of like, okay, I did a couple of series, but I wasn't running along. And, you know, I was a young mother and I needed help. But it was kind of like to the guys I, that she was in the video with, I don't know who they were to her, but it was just like, what the hell is this? It, it just seemed like um, a repeated pattern where it's like, uh, I know... Um, She's trying to do the best that she can. I mean, no, no, the father, grandfather's but do the can. But he's around also the other these boys when they show clips of the videos of his videos where he's with these older boys and stuff like that who are enabling and you know him to you know like to like to, you know pressure him to like do this behavior. And I'm like, this baby still got his uh, his uh, baby teeth in. But it's like, what even sad is like, how did he end up shooting? anybody period and shooting at a child is the baby like what, what is going on here and you know it's, it's like that child you know does just need because he does have a self-accountability for committing a crime but also y'all he does need severe intense therapy and you know i wouldn't help like the grandfather because the mom seemed like she she you know she there gave birth and that was it and whatever, just want to do interviews, whatever. It just, it just seemed, it just seemed like even she doesn't seem to have like an accountability, and she like to a certain point, at least what I seen. Okay, so anyway, also y'all, I forgot to mention this in my last video, and I've um, I forgot to mention, but my sister hasn't made any more new videos yet about her YouTube channel, Benini's Kitchen. But I'll, I'll have it posted in the info, y'all. I think this time I remember. I hope I remember myself. Now, I went to Vice.com. Now, last week, speaking of Zoom calls, but Zoom calls going wrong. Okay, the motherboard tech by Vice. Okay, you know, Vice, we talking about all different types of subjects, whatever. But New Yorker suspends Jeffrey Tubin for um, choking. Yeah, I'll leave it that. Uh, choking bop on Zoom call. The call was a lecture stimulation. <laughs> this is what they said featuring New York All Stars. Tubin apologized for embarrassingly the stupid mistake. Oh, okay. Okay, this was on, posted on October the 19, 2020 at 6.07 p.m. The New Yorker has suspended reporter Jeffrey Tubin for. I'm just going to leave it as that. On a Zoom video chat between members of the New Yorker and WNYC radio last week, Tubin said he did not realize his video was on. 
I made an embarrassingly stupid mistake believing I was off camera. I apologize to my wife, family, friends, and co-workers, stupid told Motherboard. I believe I was not visible to Zoom. I thought no one on the Zoom call could see me. I thought I had muted the Zoom video he added. Muted? Mute just means you you can't, you know, people can't hear you. And you, you know, you can hear them, but they can't hear you. If he needed to blah, 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 take care of that and jack away, uh, he could have waited after the call, you know, uh, um, made sure his video, what, what, huh? <laughs> Let me continue. What the hell? Two people who were on the call told by separately that the call was election stimulation. <laughs> I, the word stimulation is interesting now. Featuring many of the New York's biggest stars. Jay Manor was playing stat was playing establishment Republicans. Evan Arnold was Joe was Joe Biden. Jenny Cope was establishment uh Democrats. Marsha just played Donald Trump. Or like to say Corporate Five. Andrew Martins was the far right. Sue Harper was the right wing Democrats. Jesse Friedman was the military and Jeffrey Tubin playing the courts. There were also a handful of other producers on the call from the New Yorker and WNYC. Both people who spoke on the condition of not me in order to speak freely know that it was unclear how, how much each person saw, but both said they saw Tubin off. The two sources described a juncture in an election stimulation. It seemed like he was he was stimulated, all right, when there was a strategy session and the Democrats and Republicans went into his respective break out breakout rooms about ten minutes. At this point, they said it seemed that Tubin was on a second call, video call. The sources said that uh, when the groups returned from their breakout rooms, Tubin lowered the camera. The people on the call said they could see Tubin touching his eggplant, then left the call. Moments later, he called back in with seen to be aware of uh, what his colleagues had been able to see, and his, stim- his stimulation continued. Mm. The New Yorker uh, spokesperson, Natalie Roberts, said, Jeffrey Tubin has been suspended while we investigate the matter. Tubin's um, current la- um, Nat's email has been disabled, and he has not tweeted since October the 13th. He did, however, appear on CNN, CNN, where he is the network's chief uh, legal analyst, on Saturday. Jeff Tubin uh, has asked for some time off while he deals with personal issue, uh, which we have granted, CNN has said in a statement. The New Yorker editor David Remick wrote in, uh, in an email in an email to New York uh, staffers, Dear all, as you may read in various news reports today, when our writer Jeff Tubin was suspended after an incident on a Zoom call last week, please be assured that we take such matters seriously and that we, we are looking into it. Best David. Um, a source uh, told Motherboard that why in uh, um, YC informed the staff on Monday that Tubin can no longer be booked on the shows or work with WNYC in any other professional capacity. Doubleday, an imprint of Random House, which published Tubin's latest book, did not respond to emails. Neither Tubin's literary agent, Christine Dow, or No Greater Talent Network, which represents Tubin. WNYC declined to comment. Double Guys contributed reporting. This piece was updated with more details about the call and the scene. So that is still pending. But man, that that y'all, it, it it's some questions right there because it's to me personally, I'm like either he had a fetish or either some rare, which I I'm 
I'm going by what I say. I, I it, did he get off with them doing the elections, the the the, the or whatever it was called? Oh gosh, just uh, first it made it seem like before they should really say what's going on. It was like accidental, like as if he got up and thought the camera was off. By the way, it was red, and he might have been naked from the waist down, but just naked, you know, like some people be like in their pajama pants, and sometimes they, you know, they underwear and stuff like that, and you know, a lot of this Zoom stuff, you know, or just you know, a camera, you know, you don't be dressed all the way, you pajama down. Hey, I've been doing that sometimes when I do a lot of my YouTube videos, I be pajama down, you know, just be wearing red shirt. Sometimes now, nah, heck, I be my PJs too. Like, I don't <laughs> put it at all. But anyway, that's why I first thought first until they got more in that. But it's like, dude, if he's up here, I'm, I'm talking about him. That may be an issue, and he need to be out off the job because that seems to be on some perverted stuff the way it's a semen. You know, like, uh, some, that's not a term, that's peeping time out. That, that, that's something that's nasty. That might be the next, you know, be the, sometimes some nasty folks who be in the brown trip trench coats and up up there and doing nasty stuff i'm just you know trying to be nice whatever okay and this is also what i see from the uh trey trey mo i hope i'm saying his name correct i don't want to say trey songs not correctly but um he has a you know he talks a lot of stuff about the news and stuff whatever too and i forgot to talk about this um this is from the standard entertainment lifestyle and this is this is this sad but interesting Pastor quits church to become a stripper. See, that's that thing. Lots of told out we even come from sometimes strip backgrounds, and they be, they be sometimes I don't know this is a stereotype, but sometimes they be more they be freakier than more. Okay, oh, uh, I know I'll tell the story later on in the future. But I used to work at Priscilla's, now Cirilla's. If y'all heard about places like Adam and Eve and stuff like that, sell lingerie, sex toys, and I didn't know um hot topic. Slash slip spins and it's Spencer's. I think it's Spencer's slash hat topic, whatever I'm saying correctly. I didn't know they so sick though. I know they have like sometimes risque stuff there, but it's not to me. But they be having you know the dope toys too and stuff like that, whatever, right? And I remember this one person when I worked there, and it's been it's been years ago since I worked there. And um, I had to break a 50, and I'm just gonna keep it real. She was buying you know a couple toys, and I remember the one thing she bought was anal beads. And she was just like, oh, thank you so much. Now I got some change for church tomorrow. I didn't, wasn't judging, but I'm just saying. Some of them be real. Freaking, that was one of the main things besides booze and stuff that actually was sold was anal beads. Some people requested that and stuff, you know, when we getting some in. Oh. <laughs> so anyway, let me go on with this article by Mir. Okay, now... A uh, pastor given up the church, become a stripper, and has amassed thousands of fans who pay to see her X-rated photos and videos. Mama 3, Nicole Mitchell, said she always wanted to become an exotic dancer, but she was brought up in a strict, see, ding, 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 brought up in a strict Christian home, Christian family, which put a damper on her dreams. She has now come out as a freak league, um, and bisexual and carved a new career as a stripper, model, and exotic dancer. Nicole regularly posts a semi-clad images on her Instagram page to 42,000 followers and runs a successful OnlyFans account where people pay to see explicit photos and videos of her. She said, I started off timid just like topless photos. Okay, that's timid, okay. But I am a point where I take personal requests and make bills to very tell, uh, very tailored to people's specific desires. 
you know, oh Lord, I didn't be careful of that because you know, some of the people be wanting some crazy stuff. Okay, the 36 year old said she longed to be a stripper but grew up in a strict Baptist family, so undocumented to believe her desires and body were innately sinful and bad. Nicole got married and became a pastor, which she said was a move seen as rebellious in her family's eyes as a woman's place was in the kitchen and looking after her children. But when Nicole and her now ex-husband joined Evangelist Mega Church in St. Paul, Minnesota, she had an epiphany that, which led to her life-changing decision. Nicole began to question her sexuality in, in 2016 after she went on to a LGBT or or or, or theater performance and she realized she was pan bisexual pansexual. Okay, oh, okay, well, all right. I knew if I revealed my queerness, I would lose all because the church is not welcoming to queer people. She said. Not wanting to live a duplicitous life, you know, you know, I'll be cutting the words, y'all. Nicole, life. Nicole left the church for good and came out in a confessional YouTube video, video posted on her social media platforms. Nicole, who now, who has now relocated to Los Angeles, divorced her husband, says she's happier than ever. Okay, where's her kids at? Is, is they, who, okay, never mind, I'll continue to read this. She's added, every person has the right to express themselves in whatever way feels good to them, and this is how it feels good to me. My sex drive is incredibly healing and scarce, and when I give this to, give, give, give this gift to people, it blesses them. Okay, um, well, uh, whew, um, this has no words, whatever. Um, bleh. um, <laughs> I don't, sadly, this is not the first time I've heard about this. Like I said, um, mm, mm. okay, y'all, uh, next up story. Um, have you heard about any euphoria? I don't know if I talked about this before, but let me go ahead and bring up y'all. Now, I actually used to review the first season. It's only been one season of Euphoria, which is like a shocking-ass show that came on HBO that dealt with, a, I guess, a suburb town in California. I don't know exactly where it was. Um, you know, Euphoria with, with these teens, okay? And, and, um, Zendaya played the heck out the world. She been one of the enemy for that world. And, actually, there's, this is on... The website icecreamcombos.com. They also, of course, have their own Instagram page. But today announces two special Euphoria episodes, October uh, 19, 2020, by Xeria. Zendaya got me all hyped on Monday when she announced HBO will air not one but two uh, special episodes of their hit series Euphoria. The Emmy winning actress took the Instagram ride. We really missed them. Two special Euphoria episodes coming soon. First one December the 6th on, at HBO. According to Deadline, HBO said the specials are tending to bridge the gap between season one and the forthcoming second season. Zendaya teased with the episode during an appearance of Kim, uh, Kim, Jimmy Kimbo Live when she said, We might end up doing a little bridge episode. I really don't know how to describe it, but an episode that we can do we can do with a limited amount of people in a self-environment so we can have something to live on until we're able to go into season two. Uh, the first bonus episode as they uh, spoke is titled, Trouble Don't Always Don't Last Always, and it follows as Ruth celebrates Christmas. The episode also stars Coleman Domingo, who stars in the Fulcrum and Netflix film, Ma Rainey Black Bottom. Can't wait to see that film, y'all. 
Okay, uh, trouble don't, oh, don't last always. Will air Sunday, December 6, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. No dating info have been released about the second episode. Both episodes produced under the uh, Rona guidelines. So, y'all, y'all fans of that show, um, they got some, uh, they got some uh, stuff coming up. Okay, now, damn it. Now, I had this, okay, let me, let me put this up again. Over speaking, we're going to go to the reading section, as they say it. Now, y'all, y'all remember Real Housewife as Atlanta with Claudia Jordan when she's like a TV radio personnel, whatever, right? Um, actually, when she was on the show, it was like, you know, her, um, Nene and Claudia Jordan, the one seat she was on there, went back and forth as well. Now, recently, you know, Nene is not, I guess, not going to come back to uh, Real Housewife of Atlanta. She's not coming back to season of so forth. So I know that she had, you know, like uh, I guess a snippet of possible show um, like a preview called The Read Session. And one of the guests um, um, which she's asking for gay men to lemon like their accessory something which is complete bullshit. But anyway, I mean they're people not accessories, okay. But um, one of the men who were on there, you know, after they do the, they, the, I guess, you know, lines of certain quote, quote, reads, um, asked her about, you know, so are you happy to see her or something about acting like what, you know, about Cynthia's wedding, who used to be her former best friend, you know, they been got ripped up the contract, been ripped up and every damn thing. But anyways, y'all, she basically said it didn't benefit her about her going. And we don't know because, you know, she expected to be paid or whatever cases. And I'm thinking like, Okay, what do you mean benefit for you going? I mean, it's different even if she just said she didn't want to go because it was like Rona might be up there and might make that a super event where she really tootsie rolls across there and shit like that. So I can understand her saying that, but making it seem like it had to benefit her, which is supposed to benefit the blessing between two people in the union together, um, which was with Cynthia now, uh, Mike, I'm going to call, is, he, is his mind name Hill or Chill? Is that what she says together? It's Chill. Uh, they are Chills. Okay. But whatever. But okay because Claudia Jordan did go to there okay so I'm on realitytv.com and Claudia Jordan slams Nene Leaks for laughing at domestic views Nene it says Nene is a miserable spirit or rod spirit which Allison or Allison um posted on uh, uh October 29 2020 now actually this is not connection with uh another reality show my favorite live uh, Phaedra Parks who's been you know kid was pushed off of um a real house of them, especially putting that horrible alleged rumor being one of the main people about uh candy and saying she was going to basically violate uh you know bill cosby and violate Porsche or whatever in this dungeon whatever but anyway she's made this basically fake relationship with this guy i forgot what his name was but it started with an m and claudia Joriam said she used to go with a guy and he basically was a toxic you know put throw hands you know basically bitch assness so anyway this is because I'm going by with somebody going to bring this up in the comment. But let's get into the article. Just because someone is no longer on Real Housewife of Letter doesn't mean there can't be some good old fashioned drama. Shockingly, this involves the recent departed Nene Leakes and a, 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 a season seven veteran, uh, Claudia Jordan. Fans of the show remember Claudia and Nene having a less than amicable friendship. Though uh, one might be uh, hard pressed to find Nene in any kind of animal French friendship. Claudia was one and um, they they uh, squ- um line fired done, but left her mark. Her legacy form as one of the few people who dared to go directly up against Nina. Yeah, that's true. Though she left the show, it didn't deter um Collier from sharing her opinion. 
In May of this year, Claudia and Vivica A. Fox questioned Nene's actors were the result of, let's just say, chemical substances. Well, damn, I didn't know that part. It wasn't well received well. Now Nene and Claudia are at it again. Apparently, Nene mocked Claudia's experience with domestic abuse. You would think uh, you think you heard of reading someone to filth. Well, she, well, we're about to get into the sewer, okay? Miss Claudia just broke out with the cyclopedia. Claudia's borrowed life was short, but her name achieved a level of status when she found distinct similarities between Nene's hair and Raymond Noodles. Um, hashtag never forget. Nene won the war by a technical knockdown when Claudia's contract was renewed. Well, back in the ring, thanks to Cynthia's Bailey's wedding. According to Up News Info, it got nasty. Claudia attended the... Oh, they so ready. They got in. They got to edit like the nine, like the line through the disease spread. Oh my gosh. Bless the vent. But Nene wouldn't RSVP unless her gift back came with a $125,000 check. When Nene commented about her reason for skipping the party on social media, Claudia responded, she wrote, just say you couldn't make it or felt uncomfortable going. Too many people make this wedding about them. Them, it's a word all capital letters. A fan of Nini's was not pleased and wrote an inappropriate reply to Claudia, a troll Hogan gangster, you know, with the Twitter fingers. I see why that nigga, nigga you know, even though they got blurred, I'm just gonna say what it is. That nigga whipped, whipped your ass. Go get the corns off your toes fixed. Nini must have heard a bell ring because she went in the fu- to the fight. She replied to this person with a slew of Mac crying, laughing emojis. Now, whether Nene has been in domestic um, fights before or not, that is extremely low, though, and extremely inappropriate and very sick and evil for her to say something like that. But that just shows Nene's character, okay? But let's continue. So, Claudia unleashed the wrath. Jasmine Brand shared the screenshots. To Nene, she said, Okay, I guess since you want to laugh at my... The green light to laugh at the abuse your surgeon had been doing to that face. Oh sh! Oh shit! Here we go. Claudia proceeded to detail her thoughts regarding Nene's personality. Your attitude sucks. You're such a talented, illiterate, narcissistic bully who thinks you're far more important than you really are. Your brain is being rude, abrasive, and arrogant. You're a joke. A punchline at best. I'm not saying saying Claudia is speaking for many, but Claudia is speaking for many. Okay. Claudia is not call, is not calling for the check yet. Touching on Nene insulting William Williams' medical condition, Claudia said, "If you aren't so busy shitting on one of your talk show friend hosts and looking down your five times reconstructing morsacity of the nose, she could have gave you some tips." Claudia was not lacking, though it's not lacking content. You deserve all this karma for all the people you have hurt along the way, but now we're supposed to feel bad for you because she tricked off your opportunity. She concluded. This fall from grace will not be pretty, and you deserve every bit of your destiny. I hope you say those coins you used to brag about. I doubt it. But Claudia, what what about Nini's career? The real gag is you once told me Hollywood wasn't checking for me. Well, now look at who the whole world ain't checking for you, Claudia included. Note to self, don't make uh, Claudia mad. Who fumbles a $2 million easy bag? Then Connor goes full boss level. 
then films it in an empty warehouse and calls it a talk show while looking every bit of a non-union public assistance TV project. Services will now be held for Nina Neeks after reading this article. May she RIP because there's simply no recovery from the lethal weapons that appears to be Claudia's typing fingers. Um, Nene hasn't responded, but she could be preparing a YouTube video at this very moment. I hope Cloud's ready to get her, get checked back because Nene likes to have the last word. That said, this round definitely goes to Claudia. Ding, ding, ding. Now, wait a minute. It was one little part that was not added. It was just one little part. Most of it was said, but um, here. Okay. Now, it was just one thing that she said that I don't know why they didn't put in here. Okay. Okay, then this is another part. I went to realityverb.com. Let me give them credit if they have somebody wrote this by Lindsay Croner that was three days ago. So I'm going down their article because they're talking about the same thing, but it was just one part. That that other one that I just went to article just didn't talk about. And she was talking about your punch license. And this is why Claudia also suggested on Instagram that she and Nene met in 2009. During time when Nene allegedly was cheating on her husband, Greg Leakes. Maybe it's time I leaked the backstory of how we came to know each other in 2009. When you needed an insist while you were out bopping behind Greg's back with a certain football player. That's the real reason you came for me so hard on your show. You knew I knew and kept your secret. You thought calling me a hoe would make you make you less of one. Nah, B. Only one of us had to trade meow for red bottoms, and it ain't me, she stated. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, y'all. Whew. Well, that you know that that, that that's that's a closed casket. I mean, Nene might come back, but I haven't heard anything as of yet that she said. But damn, um. Um, there's nothing else to say. Just, just damn. But I mean, um, she she asked for it, and Claudia sure didn't answer that. That's how I'll say about that one. Okay, y'all. Um, back to some more tricks or some tricks. You know, whatever you, which one you prefer. Um, now we're about to go to Instagram. A couple bookmarks, and um, let me see here. If it goes to that. Okay, Keisha Cole, okay, in the shade room has a few words about the industry. And gotta watch these industry pieces. Fake as fuck for real. And I most of them have an agenda. I'm actually happy to hit my 40 soon. I can see the shit clearly now stay inhale, exhale with small mojo. But I don't know what's going on. And also in the shade room, they said so far a, a girl changing. I know I know she either used to be involved or still is involved with a little easy bird or whatever's going on and someone had a picture where she looked like she you know she was actually with lose bird and they were taking a picture you know the, sometimes the best lighting is in the bathroom type of picture i mean they fully club whatever and she like this is an old picture and because you know that's what jd was referring to but uh and young miami her friend crime uh you know she's i mean friend in uh you know Basically, whatever in also city girls was like all uh, laugh my ass RMG. And y'all, yesterday I I team combos. Now I heard about this rapper. I don't know if you said Sling gonna become a wild rake, Rod Rave, 
And yesterday, y'all, which already it was a lot of people in the damn audience and a lot of people stay. See, that me, everybody needs to stay their ass home, but they're going to have to stay their ass home because they came on the stage, right? And Alexis Slide was a lot of dudes over. And then somebody pulled Alexis Slide. The damn freaking concert stage collapsed. But they said everybody's okay. And that's what they said. Rory's trending on social media after he and his crew fell through a stage at his Atlanta concert last uh, Saturday night. Well, I mean, on Saturday night. Good news, nobody seriously hurt. But at the same time, there was no mask. It was a bunch of people on stage. A bunch of people in the audience. I mean, at least what I've seen. But it was like, okay, we're in the middle of the Rona. And it don't make it no better on top of that. All these people on stage, they, like I said, they, um, this um, post didn't talk about. But Lester Sky was on there. Okay. So, um, but anyways, um, there is so much, because a lot of it yesterday, y'all was talking about, you know, the, of course, the Halloween costumes and stuff, whatever. And I forget, not to say forgot to mention, but I was really supposed to say this beginning of this, okay? I wanted to send condolences. You know, now, if y'all heard about the legend of actor Sean Connery, the first Oscar James Bond had died at 90 years young. Okay, sir, Sean Connery has died at age of 90, his family said. The Scottish actor is best known for his patrol, James Bond, being the first to bring the role to the big screen and appearing in seven of the spy thrillers. Sure, Sean died overnight in his sleep while in the Bahamas. It is us that he had been uh, uh, unwell for some time. His acting co- career spanned decades, and, and many of his awards, including an Oscar, two BAFTA awards, and three Golden Globes. Sir Sean's other films include The Hunt for Red October, Indiana Jones, and The Last Crusade, and The Rock. He was largely regarded as being the best actor to have played 007 in a long-running franchise, often being named as such in polls. We sent our condolences and the family friends. It, like I said, he, like I said, he was legend, got rich his soul whatever um enough said just enough said that that's sad because like i said you know that's like i said he living legend in, in the acting world and what no but also who passed away this week and unfortunately is um seven years young if your uh, gospel trail based bishop rance allen has passed away it's all in set to yonder and there wasn't a lot of information about his passing, but gospel legend Bishop Lawrence Allen dies at age 71. We send our condolences, family, friends, condolences as well. But he has this voice, y'all, that when he sings, he also has, I mean, last year, seen like this beautiful, this gorgeous silver hair. And when he sings, he just, he can just tap dance. I mean, I mean, he just like, he dances like angels dancing on the clouds type of voice. I don't know if that's the best way to describe it, but man, that, that, that's just sad. Um, so condolence to his family as well. Um, also, Nellie and Chattel Jackson, who actually used to be one of, um, four main brothers, um, one of his many exes, whatever. She's been with, um, Nellie for, you know, the rapper, country singer, I think sometimes ever so forth for years. And Sincerely Liz, which is also posted yesterday, October 31st of 2020, Nellie Chantel Jackson are working towards engagement. Rapper says she's the one. Okay, let's see how this goes. But he was with a shot. Maybe he changed, but I'm just saying he was a Shantae and act like he didn't want to claim her. He was with her 10 old years. <sighs> okay. Are wedding bells on the horizon for not rapper Nelly and his longtime girlfriend Chantel Jackson? That looks like a real possibility after Nelly gushed about his lady on the weekend's this week episode Dancing with the Stars. Nelly dedicated his um, Argentine tango with professional dance partner Danina Car- I'm about to chop 
child person. I'm just saying, Delina K to Chantel Jackson. He re- um, he recently explained, I I would not want my life not not to not have Chantel in it. We've been seeing each other for five or six years. Anytime you can connect with someone like that, it works out for the long run. She's sweet, beautiful, and the more we get to know her, she's just beautiful inside. The full, um, the full articles on. I'm not going to trash Brandon for all that, but I wonder when he's gonna realize he wants to marry her. Okay. <sighs> also, this is another article. Um, I think I'm gonna get to that a little later on. I'm, you know, I, I'm. <laughs> I'm almost at hour, y'all. Um, you know, I'm just gonna give it a second, and then I'll come with a couple more um, articles, and I will be right back. Okay, y'all. When I take a little break, all of a sudden, it was a couple more posts that came up, y'all. So, I'm going to go this quickly, but at the same time, you know how this goes, y'all. When y'all listen to me, just by myself, <laughs> I can talk off a storm. You know, maybe a couple of tropical horses in a, in a hurricane somewhere. But anyway, um, now, first with Instagram, not first. Now, I was just on the damn tabs. Work murky retrograde. Now, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Um, also, it was another sad thing I wanted to say. I don't want to like not say forget, but if you know about the phenomenal lyricist rapper Freeway, who was originally associated when Jay Z was a David Ash when they made Rockefeller Records, um, one of his children passed away, his son, so it could send those as positive light for him and his family. Oh, gosh, it's just, um, that, that that's sad, you know, to lose a loved one, to lose a child. And, um, um, so, the thing is, is that, um, going back down to the, uh, thing, first we're going to go to, a, to the Tamar Braxton thing, because, again, now, recently... She was on uh, Tamar Hall's, I hope I'm saying her um, name correctly, a show. And to me, this thing of, you know, there's issues of like denial and delusion. And still to a certain point, she continues to defend this person who is toxic and dangerous to her. It's either the show or indirectly or directly, her family is to blame, but not her or other people. It's, you know, you could go face, you know, go by the fact of the daddy issues or maybe the bitterness of mama. It, it's, it's a lot of issues. And I know she would say she was diagnosed with depression and anxiety, but I couldn't have sworn. Did she say anything about that? She's taking any medication for that. That's all you need to take medication for, whether it's one or both of those, um, both of those things that, mm-mm. Heck, I mean, that's a whole other story with my thing, but I sure know I had to take a certain antidepressant medication for having been diagnosed for both of those um, medical conditions as well. And um, so the thing of here she has these conditions is not taking anything for them is already a dangerous sign as is. And um, the therapy, I don't know how many times she goes to that, but, you know, 
like I said, said now this this article was four days ago from Lovey Tees 2002 her Instagram, and here's Tamar Braxton challenge her ex to release a video legend showing her attacking him in his car. But he's saying he can't because Tamar busted the camera to pieces. A refer of David at a retro, um, or David Dynamic, uh, I like to call it sometimes, who recently got a uh, T-R-O, um, which is a restraining order, against Tamar over this claims. Her recent plea on Tam- Tamar Hall for him to show the cards as far as evidence that uh, evidence is moot because she knows damn well she destroyed his camera showing there's no video evidence and she claims like it's on cloud or and stuff not only that the rep says david's dash cam only captured front and back views from the car it didn't record anything inside the vehicle something allegedly tamar wouldn't know if she had just asked before jumping to conclusions acting hastily the rep says the destruction of david's property after alleged attack ended up costing him upwards to a thousand six hundred dollars in fact he's now claiming he had to shell out more than seven thousand fifty uh five hundred total for other damage she allegedly caused in a violent episode this past august Okay, David's rep uh, feels Tamar and her fam twist the truth to fit whatever narrative best suits, then basically dismissing her emotions on Tamar's show as crocodile tears. One last thing, the rep uh, claims the reality star Malika Hack, um, that's also one of the twins, if y'all remember the classic movie ATL, she was one of the twins, saw the whole thing go down, but refused to cooperate across whatsoever. She hasn't comment on at, uh, at all this far. And also, again, even though uh, Tamar was saying, like, you know, David had failed her or something like that, she still was saying that was he was a good man. He was the best friend of my child. He was this, this. He was a good person and blah, 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 and everything else. It It's really ridiculous and messed up. Um, um because it's like, again, she's not, she was saying, like, you know, basically the show was this problem i know when she was on there now to get um eon event also she said this is going to be her last season of you know fix my life um she was saying that you know like somebody told her i guess when they were writing down notes about tamar being attacked as a child and um you know but it wasn't something Vanna even said and i think that it was actually brought up in the show and we, if y'all remember seeing that, or remember like Tamar would just stop, would just like, dude, this, and I'm sick of this, blah, blah, blah. And the mom had to basically tell her to hush up because it was just like, she just wouldn't stop, you know, like talking or not letting Vanna get her point out. But at the same time, we, like I said, we've seen Tamar, if y'all seen it, get y'all life. We've seen for herself, like it's, she doesn't take accountability for what she does or how she responds to things as well, or even takes accountability of like she tunes out some of these men what they do to her because wasn't like her mama told about what Vincent done to her as far as attacking it she tried to make it seem like the mama whatever the heck she talking about or blah 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 or changed <sighs> she's just neat and then she trying to come out with a podcast now to make a long story short really Tamar just needs to take time to heal not just a couple of days and stuff like that the woman did try to end it all I'll say that and it's still the same process about how she does things 
and the meanings being toxic and nothing is healing. So, um, she really needs to get herself together, take some time off and not talk a couple months, several months, a year, at least or more that that's what she needs to do instead of like putting herself in these situations because there needs to be a lot of healing within herself. You know, maybe she needs to have separate and not with her family, but it's just, it's just, it's so much there that, that doesn't make any sense. And even down to her, like refusing to accept like David was a toxic person saying that was child's best friend. He was a good stepfather. Like what? Uh, Anyways, also, on Jasmine Brand, exclusive Lamar Odom's ex, ex Lisa Morell's plans to be an open book on a basketball wives open up about co parenting challenges. And here, just real quick like, this is going to be interesting. And anybody watching the Jasmine Brand exclusively reports new details surrounding Lamar X, Liza Morell's being added to new cast member to basketball wives. Lisa Morell shares two children Lamar Odom's son named. Mar Jr. daughter named Destiny. The pair unfortunately lost their third child when the baby was only six months old. Sources tell us that her storyline will revolve around her transitioning from New York to Los Angeles to pursue a real estate career. A source tells us she really wants to come on the show and share her story and some of the things she's been through. She's a single working mom and it has been a challenge at times co-parenting with her child's children's father, Lamar Odom. While it's likely Lamar won't make any appearance on the show, Liza plans to be transparent about her life, we're told. She's an open book. She had some drama with Lamar, not being as involved with the children as she should, but she's not going to bash him, even though that could be said. He, She just did. She wants the best for her children and her career. The source says the show would give her an opportunity to let people see how relatable she is and what like whole parent with someone who battles addiction. Okay. And it's how, isn't this, um... Like how is this going? How how is this going to help? It, it, it is the thing. It just can be um, shown as nothing but a somebody being bitter. Um, it is so much to be said, but damn. Okay. But anyway, um, also another thing. Um, oh, I don't want to talk about the little stuff. Um, uh, now. Now, the, Kim Kim Kardashian's birthday, Kardashian West's birthday, they she celebrated on a, a, a private island. And um, the thing is concerning. It's like, okay, y'all out and about, like y'all know, Rona's out there tootsie rolls and the stuff. <laughs> okay, after two weeks, and here she just said, after two weeks of multiple health screens and asked everyone to quarantine. I surprised my closest in the circle to a trip to a private island where we could pretend things are normal just for a brief moment in time. And here she continues. We dance, roll bikes, swim near whales, uh, cow, whatever. I watch a movie on the beach and so much more. I realize that for most people, this is something so far to reach now. So moments like these, I humbly remind out, uh, 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 I'm humbly reminded how privileged my life is. This is 40 hashtags. Before uh, Rona, I didn't think it was with truly appreciate what a simple luxury would be able to travel together and with family, friends, in a safe environment. Uh, okay. Um, interesting enough, here's one thing. First, Kanye West, his present to Kim Kardashian was a hologram of her, um, Courtney, Chloe, uh, Chloe's, and Rob's dad. 
And, um, of course, Kanye found some way to make it about him because the hologram, which looked a lot like their dad, is talking to Kim, like, for, like, three minutes because she uploaded, which was also on Jasmine Brand. He had to remind us somehow, Kanye, oh, you know, you married a wonderful man. Okay, really, Kanye, you just had to add that in? You know, okay, whatever. Um, but anyway, um, let's see. Now, Chloe, okay, this is like Chloe had to finish, um, her getaway, but interesting enough, wasn't Chloe just tested, was this before or after this trip, has tested, um, from, um, tested for the Rona. Rona up there made her, you know, made her debut over that, but, uh, but okay, that's a damn business, but it's like, what the hell? But anyway... Now, recently in uh, turn of events, we're seeing more of an increase of right before which November the 3rd is the general last day election where we find out who is either a Colt 45 and unfortunately it's going to be our president again or Biden gets into office um, in upcoming January 2021. Um, now, recently we've seen like, even though Ice Cube has not completely endorsed with Trump, he's claimed like it wasn't a Trump Trump, even though when he tried to explain his plan, I think on the Ronald Martin's interview, um, it, he kind of like didn't really explain thoroughly about what was his platinum plus platinum plus plot by pan or whatever. And it's interesting enough, like this came out right before they're about to do the elections. And didn't that what Steve Harvey supposedly met with uh with um with uh, uh, Core 45 beginning of his um, thing as well, but other people. And what has changed? Besides him changing, hopefully, his draws. At what, you know. <sighs> Anyways. Now, we've seen, like, rappers, like, if y'all remember Gunplay. He was supposed to be on the Rick Ross. And he was also on Love and Hip Hop of Miami the first two seasons. Well, kind of like, really, the first season. He kind of wasn't there as much as the second one. But he's endorsing him. Um, Lil Wayne is, you know, even though Mr. Cordy Fowler had Rona up here, Tootsie Rosen and him and his wife and his youngest child, uh, got it. Here's Weezy talking about, you know, but Weezy has proven that he's been not for uh, us black folks because he was, you know, they showed an interview, um, reminded skin, like, he like black lives matter. I'm a rich nigga, blah, blah, blah. Got mad stuff like that. Ain't got nothing to do with me. He doesn't, you know, act like just cause racism didn't affect him. Cause a, a white cop had affected him. I mean, there's, you know, like I said, not everybody who's not a black person is not a uh, racist, but the fact is him kind of being ignorant to it. And, you know, his thing that he doesn't, you know, the colors of issues and self agents, he been kind of just proven that. So, he could have just had a Zoom meeting instead of do this stuff. He, they're the official celebrity XO I got here. He had just had a great mini with real Code 45, like I said, besides what he's done for the criminal reform. <laughs> okay. The Platinum Pop 5 plan, that's what I'm saying, is going to give the community ownership. <laughs> okay. Who? He listened to what we had to say and assurance he can get it done. And he just a thumbs up like, yes, sir. Dean Kane, sir. Okay. In the damn photo. And... Like I said, this is not surprising, um, sadly. And then Pusha T, which is actually used to be two brothers who look like they could have been identical twins, but one is four years older than the other. They used to be Malice, no Malice, who used to be formerly Malice, and Pusha T. Pusha T, you know, recently remember had beef with Drake and all this other stuff, whatever. But you can't get the fact that he's actually good as rapper. And I think he, I don't know if he's still under Kanye West, his label, whatever. 
But Mikhail Zicks from the Scorpion Show, which is half of, you know, the Scorpion Show, which is Kevin and Mikhail, who talk about usually, like, you know, what's going on in entertainment and other stuff. It was interesting what he said. I have a post. And Pusha T said, but I'm, I'm sorry. But it's sad, but it's true, but it's funny at the same time. Wayne complained about Biden tax plan, but had no issues when Berman did it to him for 30 years. <laughs> I mean, it's true, though. I, I mean, it's true. Speaking of reality, now yesterday, y'all, Rona, they had set the numbers in just for Michigan alone. Was Rona sat here and visit the results, the highest new number yet, and it's spiking up. Are we still in the second wave, Rona? Is the second bag of this bitch come in or the third one come in? What, what's going on? It was 3,700-something people who had Rona visit them, okay? Now, from bottom alert, here's another thing. New York wedding and birthday caused 36 Rona cases nearly quarantine 300 quarantine. New York's wedding and birthday caused 56 COVID cases in 3,000 quarantine. Blog by Pistol Whip Ya, uh, Quizlet Ya. I guess if you are thinking about partying, this news might make you stay at home. A wedding birthday party turned into Corona's uh, uh, super spreaders, causing more than 50 cases of Rona cases and near 300 people to quarantine. According to ABC, the wedding was held October the 17th at a Norfolk County club in Clut, Clut, Cuglet, Long Island and exceeding the 50 people per room maximum issued by the state. Now the video is left with a hefty $7,000 fine. 91 people attended the wedding, 27 guests, two employees, and one contacted Rona, and 160 people had to quarantine. This is kind of blade disregard for the well-being of others. It's not only extreme disappointing, it will not be tolerated, some focus executive, uh, county executive Stephen Ballone uh, stated during a news conference on Wednesday. Mm, let's continue. On the same date as the wedding was a, near, was a nearby Dell party in the town of Bellport, which included 50 attendees. Bell's whole knowledge the party didn't violate the state COVID-19, uh, Rona-19 rules, but it did show what happens when people don't properly social distance. The birthday party ended with 26 confirmed Corona. Okay. That's different than one third. Okay. You know, cause it. No, that's no, that's half. That's half. That's half plus one. Okay, 26 cases, causing 132 people to quarantine, the new station reports. Zonfront County was already trying to recover from the aftermath of a Sweet 16 party. took place two weeks before. That party left 28 students and 90 adults with the, with the Rona. And a venue where it took place, Mills Place in, uh, in to receive a 12000 fine in this role. See, that money ain't worth it because see, if these places are getting fined, then they basically losing money on top of that. Okay, Zonfront County has... Uh, has had 50,000 confirmed cases and 2,000 deaths as of 2000, October 20, uh, 29th. According to John Hopkins, uh, uh, some folk has been ranked 15 of the, uh, among the least of deadliest countries uh, counties in the country. These kind of super spreaders are a threat to our public health and to our continuing uh, e- uh, economic recovery. Bellow stating we violate these rules should be called and held responsible. Remember, y'all, we were told that this was a hoax, right? You know, um, yeah. So, here's another thing with Rona. Minnesota, and also for Baller, sees a rise in Rona outbreaks linked to Core 45's campaign events. This was three, three, three days ago as well. By, blog by Cabbage Cash Girl. 
Minnesota sees a rise in Corona outbreaks linked to COVID-45's campaign events. Hashtag Minnesota is reporting that three Rona outbreaks related to COVID-45's campaign events held in September. The Minnesota Department of Health says in an email to CNN that at least 23 cases have been traced to outbreaks occurring at rally events in Bernstein on September the 18th. A speech held by Vice President Pinch in Minneapolis on September 24th and another rally held by Core 45 in Dolop on September 30th. A CNN producer who attends Trump's rally said at least 12,000 people were in attendance. Based on the contract tracing by the, the State Department of Health, there were at least 16 cases and two hospitalizations identified among attendees. According to Johns Hopkins University, in the month preceding the rally, the seventh-day the seventh average new cases in Brunner County were 2.85 new cases a day. On the day on the day of the rally, cases climbed to three new cases a day. But four weeks later, the average rate of the new cases in the count count increased to an average of 14.57 cases a day. The State Department of Health tra- traced uh, three attendees with co- with Rona infections to the cops for Core 45 listening. Um, event at the Intercontinental Hotel in Minneapolis, St. Paul, September 24th, held by Pence and Ivanka Trump. A month before the event, the seven-day average was under 180 new cases in Hampton County um, and, and dropped to an average of 169 new cases on the day of Mike Pence's visit. According to John Hobson, a month late, I doubt 24th, the daily new cases were over 266 a day. A increase of coincidence with the up, uh, overall upward uh, trend of new cases on the state of New Mexico that started September the 10th. On September the 18th, the state average number of new cases was uh, 727 and had more than doubled a month later to 10506 new cases a day. On September 16th, the state set a record number of new cases a day, along with 2,290 cases. Read a lesson, Barbara, and look. Well, and I ain't got the one, y'all. I probably have to remember myself the next time I do this about how Code 45 abandoned folks, but that depends, you know, if I feel like bringing it up or not. But, you know, I next want to remember it. But anyways, y'all, um, going back uh, to a couple more things here. Now, this is one, this is on T, uh, T, T, G, T, live, cast.com page, and it was a quick one. Now, if y'all remember back in the day, well, to about 10 to 11 years ago, actually, there you, when Jeezy was tight, I don't know if it was, it's one on Thug Motivation 102 came out, but remember like songs like Who That and other songs, it was like an ATL producer that was out, and I think I brought it out way long time ago, talking about the producer, it was one of my shorty red on the track. And he was a pop hop producer. Now, I haven't really had heard that much about him like a couple years later after that because it was rumors that, you know, he, they were legend like, he up here, pop, pop, pow, somebody or a couple folks in his home. And I think it was like temple robbery. But apparently, you know, he's out or is able to prove his innocence because it seemed like after that, I didn't really hear too much about him. But now they supposed to do verses, which verses has been recently has started ever since Rona has been out. Where you have usually ours was the first one I think it started was between Telly Riley and Babyface, and we all know the funny part about that how that you know that took a couple chance uh, of takes. But 
um, one of the recent last ones, um, current ones that was popularized, the Brandy Monica one. And people basically showcasing some of the, some of their, you know, hits or greatest, you know, hits or whatever. Some of the hits I know last night, Patty LaBelle did one. And, you know, it's basically like showcasing, you know, basically your events, you know, um, I mean, your, uh, no, basically your music. I didn't mean to say like <laughs> your events, but you know, showcasing your music. Some people had did it where they share screens and some people have done it in the, a lot of times in the same room. Like, you know, yeah, I think it was body killer beating. No, it was a body killer. I forgot. They had um, like Snoop Dogg and DMX and like I said, I already mentioned Brandy Monica and so forth. So the upcoming one is, um, is Jeezy and, um, T.I. And I know, so I think I heard, but I don't know, allegedly, that Gucci Man said that nobody can be in the same one. I was like, well, if he didn't have beef and all that fuckery that went down between, like, Jeezy and I didn't know T.I., I ain't gonna lie, had beef with a Gucci Man as well. Um, those top of my head could be people who could run against, I'm like, just, it's, it's, quite, it's quite a few, but okay. And by the way, congrats to him and his wife, Keisha Gador. They did, um, they're expecting their first shot together. They have, like, Blended families, even though it's been controversy about the whole thing about you know him with his son he had from previous relationship and you know him not really taking care of a child like supposed to. I mean, this is documents and stuff, you know, um, that was said. But him and his wife are expecting um, their first child to get is going to be a boy. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, um, now here's going back to the little small article. Now, hit the pause of uh, GZTR schedule anticipated versus battle on November the 19th. But producer Shorty Red on the track, if y'all remember Shorty Red, that, that's what he said, says GZ owes him a big bad for his beats and he will sue him if he uses those tracks on versus TV. Now, if you go over here, he had, you know, talks about a little about it. Shorty Red is no producing a wide range of classic Jesus songs. Yes, he is. So, I'm kind of like, huh? How is he able to get away with this stuff? Because, yeah, and then Shorty Red has, you know, his two little clips when he talks. And Shorty Red said, shit, personal now. And now, and and now, and yeah, Big Shorty, and he has like a, instead of like the soul man face, he used to be happy as hell. And he has the mean red face, um, you know, like emoji where he's frowning. So, yeah, um, that's 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 some stuff. But by the way, like I said, gum is a lot of these some of these black rappers. I know I'm jumping from um subject to subject that are endorsing Core 45. And y'all have y'all read the platinum pan? Do you think it's gonna work or whatever? But mm. <sighs> anyways. Okay, because you know you got 50 cents of ice cube um, gunplay, and, you know, whatever, because of them, like, more so about, well, I really had to pay more in taxes, and not seeing the other part, you know, other parts, okay, like I said, that's, <laughs> it's self-explanatory, y'all, y'all do the research, I ain't telling to y'all who to vote for, but, you know, it is what it is, anyway, y'all, did y'all hear, I know Drake had to have surgery on his leg and knee, but also this, I heard his birthday party, he had macaroni cheese with raisins in it, did y'all hear about that horror story? Now, that's a horror story scare itself. What? what? Macaroni with break. Maybe, I can't understand unless maybe if I was really, really had some good, highest weed that I want to try to, or maybe when I <laughs> with breakfast or something like this. Has anybody tried that? And if y'all have, is it tasty? 
What the hell? Um, recently, a couple days ago, um, Tiffany Hash's comment is spoken for as they talk Sweet Loom to IG Live. Now, it was rumors that said they thought that Carmen and Tiffany Hash split up, but they say they still in love and everything, and good for them, you know. Um, also, this too, um, I already talked about Ryan Red said she's out as she says her final season of Fix of My Life. You know, go ahead, girl, and breathe. You know, no, Miss, miss Lady, she ain't grown as well. I'm talking about some girl. Okay, doc, here's from Jasmine Brand again. Dr. Dre is trained why Nicole Young wants three of his alleged mistresses to testify against him in court. It seems like the divorce drama between Dr. Dre and the strange wife Nicole Young won't be settled out anytime soon. The reports Nicole Young is asking for three of Dr. Dre's born Andre Run alleged mistresses to testify against them in court. The three women that Nicole Young's alleged attempted to subpoena dispositions are are musical artist Julian Spear and Crystal Rogers, aka Crystal Sarah, and modern entrepreneur Ke- Ke- Keely Anderson. According to reports, report Nicole Young wants to testify in hopes that it will overturn the natural agreement that, that she has with Dr. Dre. Hmm. That's pretty interesting, but we knew this was going to be pretty, so that sucks. Okay, by the way, also Jasmine Brand is bringing it up. You know about the legendary group, God rest your soul, God rest uh, uh, um, to uh, Left Eye, who passed away in early 2000s. Um, the, the TLC documentary in the works. This is by Kelly Williams, posted on October the 30th, 2020. TLC has blended a new documentary. According to reports, a two-daughter documentary special on the R&B, on R&B, I mean, probably the R&B group, will air on, on, a, on next year on A&E. Title BRF TLC, the doc will chronicle their career in the 90s and beyond. And somebody going to say, what is more to tell? Some grief or whatever. And somebody said, they keep retelling Elvis and Melly's story, John and K, why can't they? Which is true. Like, I don't know why people are having a problem about them you know, say, getting, you know, like, more recognition and so forth, like, uh, they, uh, they, you know, they should be able to, uh, they should be able to, like, you know, it repeated, I mean, they need to be recognized, I mean, they, the legendary group watching, they'd be able to get, continue to get special notoriety for what they contribute to, you know, the music show, okay, but anyway, I mean, you know, music scene, and this was somebody being messy. Now, Janae Alco Black fan who asked her about Big Sean says Andiana Grande. The Block Bunny is the gift that keeps on giving for celebrities who want to avoid critics. It looks like Janae goes one of the latest stars she used to feature on Twitter. Have one fan asked about her, about her, uh, asked her about Andiana Grande who dated Big Sean before him and Janae Alco's relationship began. They asked Janae Alco if she liked Andiana Grande's latest album, latest album Positions, which was released October 30th. It didn't take long for for the trigger signal to block them. Well, day. <laughs> But it's kind of weird, like, why would, you know, like, they just really wanted to, um, um, add, um, ask, uh, just get something started. Mm-hmm. Now, of course, I gotta look up at the, who the hell, somebody tried to send me a message. I don't know that person. They gonna get blocked. Anyway, 
Um, y'all, I, you know, of course there was the battle of the costume stars and stuff, and I noticed, like, uh, Meg Thee Stallion had her own Halloween party, that, um, uh, Cardi B, she was dressed like, I guess, like a devil superhero, I don't know, but, uh, her husband, which Offset, I mean, also, yes, I'm pretty V, or something, she also dressed as the mask, but it wasn't at her party, but, uh, Offset, he did spit everything, he, that, that was the top, um, co- uh, costumes, just like Sweetie and her man Quabba, I don't know if they went to the party or not, but they were like two X-Men figures, and, uh, I know Sweetie was, um, Mystique, uh, from S-Men, and I think, he, um, was, um, Quavo Beast Boy or something like that, or Night Hunter, I, I, I hope I've got the names right, but this was cute, because, you know, um, Sierra had to hit us with Ford. Look, she had one one for Nicki Minaj. She had one of Cardi B's. Look with it for her album that she uh, released it about what two years ago. Um, also, make the stallion showing because I'm showing that she has these legs of steel. Um, and also her and her husband Russell Wilson had also did a reenactment of you know the part where Jen Jackson and Buster Rhymes and one of one of my favorite songs Buster Rhymes was going to be featured Jen Jackson. So she was killing it, but I thought I actually thought this was so cute. The message um, Cardi B had for um, Sierra, you know, dressing up as you know, one of the things. She also had her son Future, you know, post be the mini. You know, I said she was here's Cardi B. I'm gagging. I'm like I'm so hyped. I've always been a huge fan of Sierra, and she became even bigger, and became a bigger, even a bigger fan after I met her. She's the most sweetest and the most nicest person in the world. A true peach. They stay, staying sweet and humble was the prayer. I guess she was, you know, how some people be asking about uh, um, the prayer thing. Also from Carter B's post, you know, like people be looking for negative. I had, I seen this was from like almost six days ago, and like I, I brought up a last podcast that I had something on the lines of like I said I did see like something he was doing like promote like you know about voting and stuff um, with D Nice, and he has been using his platform, you know, where it's like, you need a ride for example, from October 24th, 30th, from 6 a.m. p.m., getting free rides to polls and use this, um, code, um, to get there, you know, so, so he's been posting, and that's what, um, Akari B has been showing, I only recently just started following Offset, like, a couple weeks ago, but he has been posting to get people vote, 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 and do some several posts. And I just wanted to bring this up. This man has posted 10 plus times about voting, but the one time he talks about a bag, this is what makes y'all go into frenzy in the, in the conversations. I spoke to men about voting, and y'all call me dumb, or shut up or stay out of politics. When we go on live and talk about society, you will see the views go down real fast. I don't understand why people be fronting like y'all be interested in something, want to see more celebrities invest in social issues, but where... But what y'all make trend is drama and buying buying what and who are getting what 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 so who is at fault fault the celebs or the public? And that's a very interesting point because he you know um, they talk about bags and something else. And it's interesting I talk about with uh <coughs> like Cardi B or certain people shooting politics and is Core Forty Five really a politic? I mean, certain people got in the office that that shouldn't have been. You know, really, you know what I'm saying, politics, like, uh, who don't have an experience in it, but still manage to, okay, uh, 
but I, I'm just saying is, is that it is sad and true that some people, and that's just even just us regular folks, how some people will not look at the positive, but continue to look at the negative and, you know, drive, you know, messed up. Okay, I, th- I already talked about this, about the study cakes. And speaking of this, Mel B, who, if y'all remember, if you want to be my little... Okay, that's all y'all getting from the Spice Girl. She was Scary Spice. She was doing a career on... She was on Dancing with the Stars. She had left her husband, had came up book. I still got to listen to the auto book uh, where she talked about all this crazy stuff, had like this lawsuit, said she was... It was a lot of stuff that went with her. But she had a child. I think she has two to three children all together. I know she was married previous before. Um, now she divorced her second um, husband. Um, but um, she had a child with Eddie Murphy and all this other stuff. And this is what she says. Now, this is also from Jasmine Brent. Mel B wants Eddie Murphy to pay more child support. Alleges her income is drastically reduced. Now, they ain't got nothing to do with the fact you reduced. That would be different, say. You know, I mean, usually, don't they usually request... Um, by more, you know, I'm just saying her reason more child support. It's not like saying, but so like a condition where the baby, the baby has quote quote special needs, or he's getting way more money. So I, you know, automatically kids supposed to get more child support based on the father's income or mother's income because there are women who are some women on child support as well. Um, but here she she's saying, but here's like. If Spice Girl star Mel B gets her way, the actor Eddie Murphy will have to pay more child support for their daughter, Angel 13. Mel B, real name is Manly Brown, asked for a January court hearing for their current agreement. She reportedly plans to request more child support and wants Eddie to, sh- to show how much how much he makes. She also requests that Eddie Murphy pay for her lawyer fees. Mel B says she's asking for more financial support because her income is drastically increased. It said drastically, her income is drastically, I think they meant to say decrease. But it says increased on here. Okay, Mel B was given a sole physical custody over their um, over their child back in 2009. Annie Murphy was ordered to pay 25000 a month, plus the child's health insurance, any related costs, as well as educational fees. Mel B's attorney said he's failed to keep up in an agreement. Um, okay, I'm, I'm not going to the website. Um... Okay, so he's paying for drugs, he's just health insurance and education. Um, okay, now be different saying that if he stopped paying or the agreement or the amount that she's already been approved with, some people can't even get $25 a month. Um, that, that's different, but to say just because her income has changed, what is she doing the money when she does get it? Okay, uh, I guess to be continuing, y'all, I'm. Mm. Get your stuff together, poor child. Anyway, now, CNN, speaking of entertainment, I talked about earlier my first part of this uh, this podcast about, you know, uh, somebody, you know, um, on, that's part of CNN. But this, you know, Christy Alley, which I somehow liked it too recently, her comments about, you know, acting like Rona ain't out there. If she want to endorse Cole 45, go ahead. But to act like Rona don't exist or race up and all this other stuff. But this is funny what CNA said, what Lovey Tia said, you know, about, you know, CNN's clapback. Now, here's quick Christy Alley say some comment, you know, whatever. Now, I I now know why my personal friends who walk around sheer terror con- contacting, 
contract uh, contacting or getting you know Rona are simply CNN and viewers. I decided to watch CNN for myself to get their viewpoint. Oh my God, did I ever! If if you too want to live in terror, watch CNN. The fear of dying is their mantra. OMG, this dumb bitch. Anyway, and here goes CNN communications applied to her. Christy, you're welcome to change the channel. Just like countless views did every time Veronica's Closet came on TV. <laughs> if y'all remember back in the day, that was actually... I didn't even watch when her that show came on. But, <laughs> you know, it, it didn't last that many seasons. But don't downplay the loss of nearly 200 and, uh, 230,000k American lives. And please wear a mask. Yeah, you dumb... <sighs> Yeah, for that is ridiculous. Whew. Dang, that is a little sad with that one. Ugh. And like I said, I had, um... God, oh, by, by the way, Tanisha, which is a very overslept artist, if you, like, one of his two on, she used to be an actress also to what's her shows as Two and a Half Men, and she brought up an interesting point. Like I said, I've seen the party with Meg Thee Stallion had. You know, she had the baby, Carter beating her, Carter beat Offset. Um, and JT, I didn't see if this other city girl was there. But I know Meg Thee Stallion said, if y'all ever heard it, so really shout out to my girl JT. Her, I guess her and JT seem to be, like, more really closer. But what it was, was which was interesting, again, here was a party with nobody, unless they had the mask on and part of their costumes, it was still it was still too many people close together, considering what the heck is going on. But okay, but Tanisha and Ana Grande speaking to bring it up again remind us that Halloween parties aren't worth getting sick amidst the pandemic. Okay, these old Halloween parties are not worth getting sick for. Please be safe out here. USA has a new uh, record of COVID cases in the day today. And Ana Grande say this, this part. I guess she green followed. Please dress up, take pics, but then get your PJs and watch some scary movies. Going to parties right now is unsafe and absolutely not worth it. Please be safe and happy Halloween, everyone. Well, note, note to self. But anyway, also, like I said, I had a bunch of um, pictures. Whatever. Now, here's the thing I wanted to bring up um, also. Like, uh, now... Lil Nas X, who has came out, what, two years ago and stuff like that. Now, he was able to have the special effects that he was able to dress up as one of the scenes of costumes Nick Minaj had. Now, y'all know what he's a barb. And he um, ended up dressing up like her and stuff like that. He was able to camouflage. I mean, of course, he had the time to make him look like he had boobs and stuff like that. But anyway, Dave East, who's a rapper, you know, he may be pretty boy and he also... I mean, he be pretty boring with a rap, but I ain't gonna lie, I haven't heard no songs from Dave East, and, you know, but he, I know he played Method Man, I still haven't watched a series that was on Hulu, and which got picked up for the second season, he plays, you know, Method Man, okay, and here's, um, Shade Room, the clapback seasons, okay, um, now, let's go here. Now, like I said, he was able, he had it like Nas Marnarge, whatever. But that was, that's some good special effects. And here, Davies had to put in stories. Body man burned up with, you know, the shake, you put the hand like to the face. And Nulaz is dressed as Halloween, as Nicky Nas for Halloween. And he's like, and y'all was mad about me 
and y'all was mad at me about this nigga and and she, uh, and, <laughs> um, and if somebody had brought up and I think maybe not Lil Nas just had responded or retweeted on his uh, Twitter or something right he was like your session you have with the LGBTQ community is getting weird do you have anything to share with the class at uh, Davies and 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 Lil Nas was like this it's baddie it's baddie man nigga can't even be homophobic properly shake my head pushing the hell out of the the of the pay a-t-o-i-s it's just really ridiculous <laughs> like <sighs> i can't that's really mad but it's like what did the why was that even mentioned why was that even brought up <laughs> uh also wanted to bring up um uh, by the way um we, uh, Shaden was able to catch that you know originates back with uh, D- uh, WFM which which I brought up like well, my last podcast holding hands but again you know hope and grace God she learned she's still in her early 20s she's still learning okay and even when you get grown 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 as hell you still learn but you know uh, that's all I gotta say about that one um also uh let's see here Another thing is, is that it was brought up was on day, day, daily, when people try to expose you and mind your business, um, Louis were posted, he himself posted the leader pick for him and rumor X JT from the city girls after swearing she would never mess with an F boy of X of hers again. After previously hitting you know, verse was just that it looks like they were at a party together after the hottie, a highly, hottie ween party, which is, you know, Meg status part. Carissa was asking where, uh, asking her where she was last night and now we know and here goes jg talking about that picture zone and here go said so like yo you sure sis it's the hair and nails giving yesterday and here uh saucy's and tana which is you know really i know it was hot miami career sis friend and he was like oh i meant to tell y'all jc's over there uh drinking glass but i'm gonna mind my business and somebody else we lost. Seems like Reggie Glass there before, with a fuckboy. But again, J, um, JT saying. And um, even though when I looked at the costume, I guess she's supposed to be like either a Mortal Kombat character or a sexy, uh, I guess, um, another sexy um, Power Ranger character. Yeah, the hair and the earrings do, like the other ladies say, are matching um, at the party last night. And... Okay, and here go JT saying uh, again, uh, the girl JT, what the fuck was I? And here y'all man, JT, I'm at your house alone. Where are you? Mm, okay, girl JT, y'all man, you left me. I'm in safe hands, mamas. And here they are telling more than damn minutes. Like, where you at, uh, young Miami saying? That's crazy. And here's Alon- uh, Alonzo Arnold, a sexy ninja, I guess, responding to her comment. And here's somebody say, sweet as saying hairstyle. Yeah, that looked like her and Uzi Bird were together. Somebody gonna post the pictures right next to each other. <laughs> Whoops. Looked like, uh, uh. <laughs> and somebody said, how we gonna let this go? If y'all, y'all, if y'all, everybody go. They was, she like, let it go. But it does look like the exact same hairstyle ears. Well, maybe she might have repeating wore that before again. You know, some people wear the same. A lot of us have the same styles. We might wear multiple and sometimes, you know, accessories and stuff. Okay. Um, 
Yeah, and last but not least, y'all, I'm going to tell about, let, let me see how many more minutes I got left. Now, we've seen snippets of the upcoming Vogue magazine with Beyonce, the Queen Bee, um, on there, y'all. And, of course, she looks fabulous. I don't really use coconut oil or olive oil. It looks fabulous. Just, you know, just the, the pictures in there, just fabulous, right? And this is the it, uh, nice story is that, you know, who shot those iconic pictures, Kenny, uh, Kennedy, uh, Kennedy Carter shoots Beyonce for British Ma- uh, Vogue magazine at 21 years old. Yes, 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 yes. Okay. And this is from Bottle Alert. Okay. Kennedy Carter shoots Beyonce for Bra- British Vogue magazine at 21 years old. Blah, blah, Don Paris. As the youngest cover photographer in the history of British Vogue, Kennedy Carter is a testament of manifest uh, that manifesting pays off just at 21 years old carter was given the opportunity of a lifetime when Bose editor-in-chief edward and Fool uh, selected her and beyonce herself to shoot beyonce's british bold cover a woman of color who is Be- who is Beyonce wanted, and Carter described as a young, gifted, fine arts photographer whose work highlights the overlooked beauties of the black experience was the chosen one. I thought I wouldn't be able to do something at this level unless I was older with many years in the game, Carter told uh, Vogue UK. This is for the people at the pinnacle of their careers. Pinnacle? Oh, oh Lord, y'all know I'll be scratching words. The University of North Carolina at Greensboro student had admired Beyonce's ability to control her own narrative from a young age. It is really amazing that she's using her influence to be able to give young artists this experience and allowing their voices to be heard. She's opened the door for others. Carter, who only got, got a photography a few years ago, describes this as a full sucker moment. On our personal Instagram, Carter wrote, for this to be my first cover, uh, first cover at 21 favor is an understatement. Manifest big as hell. Your destiny dreams will merge. Dope as heck. Black girls rock. Black girls magic. This is phenomenal. I wanted to end this long ass podcast again on this nook. Of course, y'all, I was trying to say my last statement, y'all, and broke me accidentally pressing in. But like I said, hugs, love, all the above, positive vibes. Like I said, this is, well, it feels like 1.30 in the morning, but it's still 2027 20, a.m. November the 2nd. So tomorrow, y'all, is officially general election. They know Virgo better vote if y'all part of U.S. if y'all haven't voted already. And I will see y'all. Uh, after then, hugs and little positive vibes and all the bubs. And I will see y'all in the next podcast. Take care.